Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Bonus Question of the Week. We're sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. So here's what happens. We get a pile of emails that are building up and we just can't get every single person on the show and some people don't want to come on the show. So we figured we would drop a few extra episodes throughout the summer sprinkled around maybe on the weekend. So uh, this is your bonus bonus. That's the deal. Let's go out and uh, start fielding these. Uh, This is from David, who is uh, 66 years old. He's retired for a couple of years. He's got all of his IRA investments in stock mutual funds so he could get continued growth. And now he writes, that being said, a recent article that you wrote is scary. You say you're hoping for a recession. And the reason I'm hoping for it is that just because we know it's going to come. So it's it's almost like being on the roller coaster. You know, the downward move is going to come and you just want to get it over with. So I kind of want to get it over with. The reality is what David says, although you say a recession may only last a year or two, the consequences can last much, much longer. Teacher salaries, no raises for eight years. Look at the national debt, the annual debt. That being said, I was more comfortable under the slow growth years of Obama and more fearful under the tax reform of Trump that could create a massive train wreck. But I have a question. Should I just accept the upcoming loss of 20 percent in the next bear market or begin moving money into cash? Answer is ridiculous. Don't move into cash. What you really should be doing is why do you have 100 percent of your assets in stocks? It, it, It is mind blowing to me that we are having these conversations. First of all, what we just went through. Yes, of course, the after effects lasted a long time because it was a once in a generation recession. But what we think is happening in like a normal recession does not last for seven or eight years. What I think you really ought to be thinking about is instead of saying, I want to go like from one extreme to the other, 100 percent equities to 100 percent cash. What you need to be thinking about is how do I have a diversified portfolio that can see me through up times and down times. So I would say you need to diversify, David. Next up is Anne, who is 62. Her husband is 61. They've got a bunch of money in liquid cash, 250000 And it's earning 3% between our investments and 401ks. We have another 800000 I'd like to retire in a couple of years at age 64, but now I think I need to wait because of uh, Medicare kicking in at age 65. My COBRA is $600 a month. If I wait another year to 66, then I can claim Social Security. What thoughts do you have? Any other suggestion about my 401ks? And can I move my 401k money to some sort of investment where earnings are tax exempt? Well, I mean, first of all, number one, you need to run your retirement numbers. That's the easiest thing that you can do. And, you know, you can run retirement numbers pretty much in a zillion different places, you know, and and you can do it at our sponsor at Betterment. Um, They've got a nice little retirement calculator. You can also do it at ES Planner, which is uh, a a paid calculator, or maybe just wherever your holdings are. But the thing that's kind of interesting about your situation is until you run your retirement numbers, it seems to me hard to make these decisions about whether to claim at your full retirement age, whether to wait till age 70 and a half, whether to move money and make it aggressive or diversified or whatever. You don't know. You're kind of flying blind. You have to start with running the numbers. The final question that you ask is, can you move your 401k to an investment where earnings are tax exempt? When you retire, you can leave your 401k money there. You can roll it over to an IRA rollover account and then it will still have that tax deferral. But when you take the money out, it will get taxed. 
the only way to avoid taxation on those distributions is to gift it directly to a charity. I think you're probably going to need your money, but start by running the numbers. And here's a question from Ron, who's asking about an IRA. He asks, when an owner of a traditional IRA dies, do the investments contained therein get a stepped-up value for the heirs? No. The way that this works is that the money that comes out for the heirs gets taxed at their tax bracket at the time they take it out. You don't get a step up in cost basis because the account doesn't have tax consequences. But because a traditional IRA has not yet been taxed, whoever takes the money out is going to pay taxes. Okay, this is from Darlene, who's asking about a car lease. I'm not exactly a car lease expert, but let me try to weigh in. Uh, Darlene leases a car for her 80-year-old mother, and she's been doing it for six years. The last car, when the lease was up, I purchased for my daughter and then gave it to my daughter-in-law. How nice is Darlene? She purchases things. She gives cars away. It's pretty great. Now this lease is up. I think I want to purchase it for my mom to continue to drive until she stops and then give it to my daughter-in-law and then sell the other one she drives. I'm not sure if it's the right thing to do financially. The buyout is 16 grand. The car's a Toyota RAV4, leased brand new. It has only 9,000 miles on it. Need your advice. Actually, in this case, I bet that this works for you uh, because the buyout price is pretty cheap. You've got, if you've got the money to do it and you don't have to do a car loan and you're going to drive it into the ground, that's probably a good deal. So I would probably do that if you can. Cars are so tricky, though. You know, the only thing I will say is that a RAV4 is up a little bit. Can your 80-year-old mom get in and out of that car okay? I don't know. My mother's not quite yet 80, but she has a bad back, so getting up and down into an SUV-type car is always hard. So my mother, of course she drives. She's a terrible driver. She's a terrible, terrible driver. Okay, that is it. Thanks for everyone who writes in and asks us questions. If you've got a financial matter that's driving you a little nutty, shoot us a note. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Don't forget, we drop new episodes of this show every Tuesday and Thursday. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts. Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And don't forget, check out our website, JillOnMoney.com. We've got a free newsletter. Free, free, I tell you. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and we're sponsored by Betterment.